Hello, good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana, back with another episode for today of Turning the Tide, The Journey of Releasing. And thank you so much for listening and for your wonderful notes and for your wonderful emails. I'm very happy to hear from you and to be here with you because this journey is a journey we're actually all on right now. The life itself has put us on this journey. And what this podcast and what this process is here to do is to help us learn how to ride these waves, how to navigate it, how to let go of our frozenness and be open to what's happening to be able to be with it in such a way that we can be resourceful we can be positive we can be constructive and we can get through it all together in the most beneficial way possible for all and that's really what happens when you do begin to release it actually happens inevitably it happens by itself because as we let go and let go of, we think we have all the answers. We think we know just what to do, or we think we don't know what to do, and we kind of become frantic. And our franticness really, actually, if anything, it impedes, gets in the way of the natural process of order, of healing, of balance. And therefore, as we release what we're simply doing is allowing allowing our natural balance and order and intelligence and wisdom to to operate to function again and and to be in rhythm and in attunement with what's really needed and what's really happening you know when we're flooded by feelings of fear of panic of anger of hope whatever the feelings are when we're flooded by these feelings it's impossible to know what to do. We see through a filter of rage, of panic, of hopelessness. We don't see what's really there. We're really held prisoner by our own reactions. And so as we release and let go, and this podcast offers all many, many different steps in that, in that journey, different ways at different moments to let go, depending which one feels right to you, which one is effective, which one is helpful. So today I'm going to offer a very different step, another step. As I said, these are all connected, the steps. It's like a tapestry. They're all different aspects of the process of letting go. Some days one will work better in some situations, something else is called for. One day you'll really need to let go of wanting approval. It's all about that. You feel it, you let it go. Other days, the releasing of letting go of wanting to control that feeling, that's a great one. It's perfect. It just does the trick. And we've, we've given quite a few so far as we've gone along. And here's another one for today. And this one is so precious really and so simple but it's very profound and it's very very wide reaching it touches many it has such good effects so I'll tell you what it is and you may smile because it sounds so simple it sounds simple but to do it is quite another matter and of course 
in the journey of releasing. The whole point is not to think about it or talk about it, but to actually do it. And we will do it today on the podcast together. But first, let me offer you this wonderful new step, which is don't interfere. Very simple. Maybe your mother told you that. Don't be quiet. Don't your brother and sister are fighting. Don't interfere. Don't get in the way. Or maybe others have told you that. Maybe you have friends who are in relationships and you just see something they don't see. You just want to jump in. We all do. We all want to interfere. We want to give our point of view. We want to help. We think we're helping anyway. And, and our intentions may be very good. But the outcome may not be very good. So we want to do something. There's a craving to get in there and to join and to do something good, to do something, to make something right. As if it's not right just the way it is. As if what we think is right is right. That's very common among all human beings. We just can't bear to let life just live, let it be what it is, and people and relationships. We have to interfere. We have to stick our fingers in and change it or fix it or make our comment, leave our mark, so to speak. And so this is a very radical step, and it's a very powerful, good step. Because most of the time, whatever we see, it seems to us we have to do something about it. If someone's suffering, we really want to help them, and that's a good thing. We really want to do something. If they're crying, we want to put our arms around them. We want to say it's going to be all right. You know, one thing I learned in many, many, many years of Zen practice, very, very incredible teaching. There were many, many teachings in the Zendo. Oh, my goodness, so many. But one in relation to this point is interesting. Because in the Zendo, if some, when we're all sitting together, we don't look at each other, we don't lean on each other, we don't interfere. No one interferes with anyone else's process. We're just there doing our own sitting, offering our own practice, our own presence. That's what we give. We give the support of offering our own presence and working on ourselves simultaneously. And no one interferes. And you know, that is considered, and it is, a high form of love and support to allow someone to go through what they're going through without commenting, without judging, without hugging necessarily, because maybe they don't need that hug. Maybe what they need is to feel what they're feeling and to learn from that. But we respect and honor everyone's process as it is. It takes a long time to really absorb that teaching and live it all over the place. In the Zendo, that's just part of the culture. That's what we do when we're practicing. That's part of practice. So it's easy to do it. Everyone is doing it. It's part of what we're doing there. But when we get out of the Zendo, when we're in life, even when we're practicing it for many years there, still we want to jump in and interfere, (laughs) put our two cents in say what we have to, correct something. And we feel if we don't that we're cold somehow or that we're not doing what's needed. But just the opposite is true. It's the opposite is true. This is tricky and subtle and very profound. For instance, say you have a wonderful meal. Do you interfere with your digestion? 
tell it how to digest the food? Do you interfere when it comes time to eliminate the waste and take in the nourishment? There are things we, of course, can't interfere with. We just don't know. We don't know enough. Well, in the same way, we really don't know enough about life the broad, from a broad point of view. We don't really know enough. We think we know so much. But when we're just present and, and available through our presence, but not interfering, we make a huge, huge difference in a very different way. You know, when we do interfere, we're often kind of meddling. And even though we may have wonderful intentions, it doesn't turn out so well. Interfere with our child, our husband, our wife, whoever it may be. So now, let's practice this. It's one thing to talk about it. It's a very fascinating concept and a very fascinating way of being. Let's do it right here and now. And let's just see for ourselves. And then we can know better. When you actually practice something and do it, then you go, oh, I see. Then you begin to know it in a very different way and a way that's effective and practical and real in life. So for now, let's do this together. Become quiet for a moment. And think of something. Let something bubble up. You don't have to think about it. Just let it bubble up. Something that you might want to interfere with or that you do interfere with regularly. Because you think you know better. Just think, let it bubble up, whatever it is. Okay, and now, just for now, can you let go of interfering with that? Can you just let it be there? Let it be. Observe it. Be with it. But don't interfere. Now, as you do this, Feelings may pop up. You may feel upset. You may feel agitated. You may feel sad. Whatever, whatever comes up is fine. Don't interfere with that either. That's just part of the package. It's all part of the package. Don't interfere with that. Don't withdraw from it either. You see, if we don't interfere, we usually withdraw. Don't withdraw. But don't interfere. Okay. Now look at that person, situation, whatever it was that you were working on, that bubbled up, that you stopped interfering with, and see how it looks to you now. <laughs> If a little more came up, if you notice more of an impulse to interfere with it, just don't interfere again. Just do it again. This is such a beautiful moment and practice. I promise you, it's so 
honoring that situation that you wanted to interfere with by not interfering with it, allowing it to have its life and allowing yourself to be present with it and really experiencing it both before you wanted to interfere and after again. For some, the situation right now will be radically altered. You'll see it really differently. You'll feel really different about it. Others, maybe not. Some may have a huge new insight about it. Or some may feel just tremendous relief, like such a burden off their shoulders. You know, we think the whole world is on our shoulders. Everything. It's so interesting. When you take life as a burden on your shoulders, you can't be with it in the most beautiful and resourceful way. That really helps life. By not interfering, we're taking that burden off our shoulders. And we're recognizing, we're recognizing the huge wisdom and love and healing and intelligence in life itself and in every single person who's participating in life. And we're really honoring that. We're giving it space to be. We're giving people space to experience what they're experiencing. And we're even giving a chance for love to bubble up too. Respect, love. Take your hands off the situation. Put it down. Be a beholder. I love that phrase. I read it the other day again. I used to love it before and I love it even more now. Be a beholder. Behold, behold. When you stop interfering, you can really behold what is around you, within you. And when you can behold it, when you can see it and feel it and know it, then the right response will bubble up just organically and naturally in you. It's not like you're going to be interfering or meddling or butting in. That response comes from an entirely different place. You may even begin to see that life is just perfect the way it is, even though it might look painful or confusing or other than we might want it to be. But however it looks, don't interfere. Give yourself that freedom, those moments. Give yourself the opportunity to become a beholder of all of life and to allow the deeper harmony and wisdom within you to respond. So I thank you so much for listening today to this very precious step in our journey. Don't interfere. Please write to me if you choose to with any questions or comments at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And the website for this podcast is www.bestselfbooks.com. You might enjoy it. There are many, many other podcast episodes on that page as well. You might also enjoy another podcast that I do, which is called Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. 
And the URL for that one is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. So I thank you so much for listening, and I wish you all a really beautiful day. Bye-bye for now.